This is a Bandit Radio production. This is One Team One Podcast, where it is officially game week. We showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50 to 7. Let's go! Relax, big boy. Team one team one Team one Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? Team one Team one fat. Team one All right, guys, welcome back to One Team One Podcast, Episode Thirty One. Jesse Daniels. Damn it. <laughs> Cam, Cam Lewis. Lewis. Uh, yeah, 31 is just not a big number, huh? It's not. It's not a very popular number. Uh, so, live streaming. We're yeah. not live stream guys. We've, mm-hmm. we've already said this, that. This is try two. Yeah, we're, we are uh, pro- possibly never doing this again because it's just <laughs> a pain in the ass. Uh, but we are live on Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, and... Um, a lot of stuff to talk about because it is game week, Jack. Yeah. Our game first week. game week podcast. Finally. I know. We are finally there. We're um, doing it. What? We're doing it. We're doing it. It's it, happening. Well, we were we were originally um, scheduled to do – we started a podcast right before LSU Baseball Ole Miss series and COVID canceled yeah. everything. So I've been really anxious about – having a podcast during a actual live LSU sporting event. And now we're here. Yeah. So it's taken us forever, but we finally gotten there. Um, guys, we have a lot to be thankful for. We have a lot of good uh, sponsors here as well. So first I need to give a big shout out to courtesy automotive group, Brandon Lejeune at courtesies, always been really good to our podcast. Um, Brandon is kicking out some serious deals <laughs> right there. Um, that's where the courtesy logo is. Um, Brandon's always kicking out some serious deals, man. Um, he has got 2020 deals right now for, uh, just about any 2020 going on right now uh, on the lot. Pretty much. Um, let me look at his hit list. Uh, Brandon always has a good little hit list going on. Uh, let's see what we got here. Brandon's hit list. Let me pull it up. I know he's got 2020 Tahoes out there nice. uh, because he's got uh, 2021 Yukons. Yukons. Yes, 2021s that are rolling in. Can't um, cut it out because we're live. We can't cut it out because we're live. <laughs> this is why I don't do that. Um, <laughs> but he's got 2021s rolling in, so he's cutting deals on a lot of these 2020s. I know uh-huh. he's got uh, uh, Encores, Envisions. Nice. nice. Um, he also had a uh, GMC. He had, they possibly could have a Hummer, GMC Hummer coming Ooh, later. A Hummer truck. Nice. Hummer truck. Yeah, they haven't re- actually released it yet, but he's oh, super excited about it. So cool. there's a lot of cool things coming for Courtesy. Uh, follow them uh, at Courtesy Buick GMC on Facebook. You can also fan it, follow Brandon Lejeune. He's going to post all that kind of stuff on his Facebook page, and we'll post all that on our Facebook. Uh, when we have the uh, audio broadcast of this. But also, Bear Process Safety Guys, uh, the Big Orange Bear, Adam Barry, he's been really good to our podcast. Um, yeah, he just actually sent me a message. Uh, he's taking the under 48 tonight. Under 48. Yeah. 
So Against big two? orange bear. Uh, this is the Saints in uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. I've Under 48. Just completely um, blanked my mind. Just yeah, didn't work so for a second. The Big Orange Bear has been uh, doing a little betting, and he's been sponsoring our Home Dogs podcast as well. So um, Adam's always been a really good, big supporter, and he is big in the plant and industrial area, guys. So if we have a lot of uh, plant workers that listen, and I think we do have a few, I know of one at BASF in particular, uh, reach out to uh, Adam Barry at Bear Process Safety. Uh, get him in touch with your safety coordinators. Um, the Bear would love to set up a meeting with those guys. Also, we are going to always make our live streams um, sponsored by Dejan Law Office. That's Andy Dejan, three four four Andy. Um, Andy, man, if you if you guys need anything as far as legal advice, um, he specializes in personal injury, criminal, family law. Uh, so that pretty much covers a lot of aspects right there. Um, Andy is the most passionate lawyer that I've ever met in my life. So uh, if you guys really, really need help, uh, reach out to Andy. Andy will be the one that can get you uh, what you need and what you deserve. So 344-ANDY, Dejan Law Office. All right, Jack, we got a lot going on. So um, Coach Ogeron spoke today yeah. uh, because it's game week and on Monday. Right. He had his normal presser, and he did it through Zoom, which is totally weird still. Um, but he was also on 60 Minutes last night. Uh-huh. Um, we got the whole NFL slate. We got the Saints on Monday Night Football. Um, this is just crazy time, right? Um, yeah. We are going to possibly have another podcast on Wednesday night to kind of do a bigger preview for Mississippi State. Um, yeah. And we'll have Preston Guy on. I'm going to get with Preston from Tiger Bait. Um, but we may also have uh, Justin Hillhouse from uh, Mississippi State. Yeah. And the reason why is because we did a bet – with Justin, uh, what is it, a couple months ago now? Yeah, uh, it was right when the schedule was released. Okay, so, so yeah, about a month ago. Yeah, um, We did a bet with him right when that schedule was released that LSU would win by 17 points. Um, and he bet us a bottle of bourbon, mm-hmm. and we're going to have him on. We'll talk about it if I can get him. So uh, he, may, he may chicken out. I don't really know yet. He ain't chickening out. <laughs> Um, so we'll get him on. We'll get Preston on. We can talk a little bit, dive into Mississippi State. But a couple of things that happened today was the depth chart got released. Yeah, that was cool. Anything that you noticed on on there other than John Trey Kirkland, Kirkland is 800 pounds. 814 pounds, pounds. yeah. yeah. Uh, big time, 600-pound weight gain. I mean, who uh, is doing the – come on, <laughs> who's doing that? Who 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 made the typo? I don't, that, that has to be intentional because the eight's nowhere close to the two on the keyboard. What, is he 215 pounds? Probably. Is John Terry Kirkland how was he has six to be foot? One, that has to be what it meant to say, or maybe it's one eighty four. One eight. That's got to be it. That they had a right. yeah. They that had a right. uh, they Flipped, transfixed yeah. those numbers. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Transpose, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. I was trying to figure that out. I was like, oh, is this I was just uh, for some reason I just assumed two fourteen, and then no, he's not. Now that, that you mention it, yeah, no, two fourteen is crazy. Okay, so yeah, John Trey Kirkland was 814 pounds on the depth chart today. Um, uh-huh. Out the box, our, our other podcast uh, with Bandit Radio, they commented that um, they Z- noticed Zach-, Zach-, Zach Von Rosenberg is 245. Oh, yeah, big boy. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, him and uh, him and Miles Brennan. Speaking He's, of Miles Brennan. Zach Von Rosenberg is 6'5", though, so like that's not... That's we, not ha- too, we had a Miles Brennan alert the other day, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we? yeah. Sarah, Sarah saw him at... Uh, I mean, uh, an un, an unnamed source saw him at uh, New Hanks. York New York Bagel. 
Okay, New York bagel, mm-hmm. but we don't know what he was eating. She didn't see what he was eating. Oh, she didn't even realize it was him until like 10 minutes after. Okay, so he so. was at New York Bagel. I wonder if uh, my source is Zach was with him uh, because Zach is 245. That is She said that uh, she said that he was with uh, his girlfriend and a guy and her his girlfriend. I don't know. So I don't know. Could be. Could I be. Don't know. I don't really know. Um, so our you guys keep finding Miles Brennan out at restaurants. We want to know mm-hmm. and we want to know what he's eating, what he's got on his plate. Um, I feel like those days have left us a little bit because now mm-hmm. it's like, okay, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting going here. Yeah, now um, we're more focused on the, uh, John Trey Kirk and weight loss game. Yes. You're right. We have to talk about that. Yeah. Um, so Ogeron on 60 minutes, you saw the whole thing, right? Yeah. I, I watched, saw clips. I, I didn't watch the was, actual show. It was pretty good. It was good. It was fun. It was fun you, I love the power hour. Yeah. That was That fun. was my favorite part. I loved how giddy he got about it when they asked him that he was, they were like, so, so what's power hour? And he goes, yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah he gets really excited yeah and then they show him he's talking to all the kids what you say boy yeah. how you doing how's your mama doing how's the best wide receiver <laughs> in the country yeah. yeah that was that was that was a fun little interview that was that was fun to see yeah he's just so jacked up mm-hmm. all the time yeah he really is um i saw somebody on uh i think it was on 104.5 on the chat today was saying um something about like is is he like uh getting tanning from like a tanning bed, and I was like, "No way!" No, the dude's running. He just runs out with a shirt off, bare and shirt on the levee every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. He's I like mean, a cow. Yeah, his skin is like leather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that guy. There ain't nothing like Coach O. How much man. would it cost to get a shirt made out of? I mean, a uh, couch made out of Coach O. I don't know a lot. The Coach O couch. Yeah, uh, a lot of money. Um, all right. So what else is happening right now? Um. I feel mm. like it's a it's a strange game week. Like yeah. I understand it's the first game and all, but it's just still mm-hmm. a little strange. And yeah, I they think still haven't let students know who's getting tickets and stuff. So I found out today uh, a couple of people that I know have gotten their tickets, but it's not mm-hmm. students. Yeah, um, students were supposed to be announced today, and it's six o'clock, and we still don't know. I know somebody that has uh, a pair of sweet tickets, and they all, their family also has a pair of tickets in the stadium. Okay. Um, and I've heard of another set that also has some tickets in the stadium, but yeah, it's weird how everything's getting released yeah. and yeah. Were they were supposed to let y'all know today? You said, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I and mean, it's, it doesn't look the like they're going to. So uh, honestly, <laughs> what, what's the difference? Like, you, like you're not going to be able to tailgate anyway. Yeah. But I would like to know if I'm going to the game or not. Yeah. But I mean, it could be, tomorrow it could be wednesday what's you know i any anything that the I, i'm always gonna accuse the ticket office of being uh incompetent because i just don't like them oh i just don't like them that I, I just always think that they fudge up and stuff and they don't i don't i always feel like the students get the raw end of every deal well that's other true. than getting i mean we do have very very cheap tickets which is nice but well no, that is true that you are going to get the raw deal because students will always get the raw deal but um yeah i think with everything with with no tailgating that's going to create a a little bit different of an issue now where um they're not worried about a lot of people making their plans first of all because they're probably trying to limit attendance to begin with right yeah um yeah, I don't know, man. Um, all right, so let's go back to the depth chart. Anything else you saw on that? 
before we move on to the next thing? Uh, Ali Gay's starter. Yeah. Over Trevez Moore. That's interesting. Dude, I saw a picture of Trevez Moore on uh, Facebook today. And um, some the Hunter guy. Vibes? No, I mean, he's a big guy. Uh-huh. Um, but he looks like he's 35 years old. <laughs> I swear to God. I feel like he is. I mean, the he, guy he is. He transferred in. He transferred in, and I still feel like he's been here for five years. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think this is the year, right? This has got to be the year, huh? Well, um, what you mean, like his last year or like his? Well, no, his it's first not necessarily big his last year, is it? Because no, he's he going to be back next year. <laughs> okay, that's crazy. Um, let's see. So the Saints are tonight. Um, I saw just before there, I was watching AFR and they were talking about Marcus uh, Spears and Ryan Clark both had their predictions for the Saints tonight. Uh-huh. Uh, Marcus Spears thinks the Saints are going to win. Ryan Clark, shocker, thinks that uh, the Raiders are going to beat the Saints. Yeah, big-time Drew Brees hater. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Who's not a Drew Brees hater at this point, though? I don't I don't know what the big freaking deal is. Like, just leave the guy alone, man. This is last year. Can we just move on? Um, so, I think, and we were just talking to a couple of the guys from the Home Dogs, and we'll talk about some Home Dog bets tonight uh, because oh, – yeah. I think the Saints, we're looking at the Saints here. It's uh, minus, minus four. five and a half. Well, it dropped to minus four after Michael Thomas. Did it? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if they took that or not. I, we were minus five and a half. We were good with that. Mm. So it's one of those uh, Monday night football. Um, what what team is better suited than the Saints to overcome an injury like Michael Thomas? Yeah. And still put on a show? I um, mean, it's he's the best player on the team. So. That's tough, but no, I, no, no. I still but think we're fine. I, yeah, no, I still think we're fine. I'm not saying that. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like when Drew Brees goes down and, and Teddy Bridgewater comes in, and all of a sudden the Saints look like a Super Bowl mm-hmm. team again. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people uh, mentioning that as a re- as like a the reason we're going to be fine, and I kind of agree. But I also it's kind of hot it's take. Taysom Hill, hot, hot take time, but uh, hot takes from Jack. Kind of think Michael Tom. I don't know. I watched the game last week, and I was like. Drew Brees doesn't look like he's built to carry a football team anymore. I think Taysom Hill is going to be one of your most important people on this whole team yeah. the entire year. So, I, And I think it's so huge, isn't, that, isn't it, that we uh, we just got Emmanuel Sanders. Yes. I mean, I think geez, that's a, could you imagine last year if we didn't have Michael Thomas? Who were we throwing the ball to? Right. Because Tra- Smith? Traquan Smith isn't stepping up. Yeah. Um, I saw some, you know – well, we talked to Mincy about it because we were talking about yeah. um, Odell Beckham. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't think there's anything that we can uh, do to, to, to get Odell Beckham because of the money uh, situation. But, mm-hmm. man, how great of a situation would that be to have Odell Beckham come over? Oh, uh, well, yeah. I think you'd have uh, – what would I, you have to give up, though? You'd have to give up probably Camara. You'd probably have to – Yeah. A couple of uh, – You'd have ones. to give up stuff that I don't think would be worth giving up. I would rather give them up for a quarterback um, if Jameis doesn't work out for Mm -hmm. you. I kind of think Jameis is going to work out, too. Well, Well, I think Jameis was a cheap way for them to – I think Taysom could work out. I think Jameis is a cheap way for them to transition to the next era. Yeah. Um, But I think one day – I've seen people say that maybe the Saints go get Trey Lance, the uh, North Dakota State kid. I think that would be a cool move. Just the way that Sean Payton – Runs this offense with Taysom. I kind of feel like he wants a running quarterback. 
he wants to move on to that because I feel like he just has such a good idea of how to use running quarterbacks. I don't like the idea of um, Taysom Hill just being your number your quarterback yeah, I, only. That's that's why I don't think it it would be Taysom Hill because I don't think Taysom is. I like the idea of Jameis Winston enough. coming in and Taysom Hill staying in still being yeah. in his same flex role. I, I, I would I would I could see that too, and I would like that. Speaking um, of, we have Taysom Hill as a tight end tonight in one of my fantasy leagues. Yeah, you just told me that you can use Taysom Hill as a tight end. I didn't know that. Yes. That's so cool. <sighs> I have no offense, but like that's still really cool. I dropped Gronkowski since Gronkowski is still out of shape and had zero catches for zero uh-huh. yards. He's not rosterable. I'm, I'm drop him, Travis. Yeah, I'm going to drop them all the way. I'm going to drop them all the way. So, um, NFL had an interesting uh, interesting little day. We had some game day inactives. But, um, yeah. So, what struck your eye from the NFL this weekend? Uh, this weekend, so many injuries is the main thing. Oh, that's the big headline. Saquon and Ker- Christian McCaffrey, that's most fantasy leagues, one, two. Yeah, I had Saquon in one. Um, I had Christian McCaffrey in my uh, money league, so. Um, who else got hurt? There was another person that got hurt. Uh, like the whole entire Broncos team. Uh, uh Drew Locke's hurt. Drew Cor- Locke, that's Cor- it. Corlin yeah. Sutton's hurt again. Man, hurt talk his, about he, some bad. He had a breaks. shoulder. He came back. Now he hurt his knee. Looks like it might be a torn ACL. That, they've had some Sucks bad breaks him. already because a lot of people were high on Denver just to, to start yeah, the season. I, mean, I was. There's so many weapons. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Now you lose the quarterback. Now you got Jeff Driscoll starting. You don't um, have your best receiver. Anything from college that struck your eye this weekend? College. Other than Tulane. I'm trying to even, oh my Completely God. blowing it. That Tulane game. This is why I've quit betting. Uh-huh. Because of Tulane. That's, that's the big one? Oh, it's the worst, man. That's... Like, what that are they doing? So tough to watch. Especially um, with Billy. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I understood a little bit more after watching the entire game. You see I understood what I'm saying a little bit with more Fritz? with the Willie Fritz being very conservative. Just like I just sometimes I watch Tulane games and I'm like, he's just kind of an idiot. Just put them away, man. Just put them away. They Navy was begging for you to put them away. Yes. And you just kept letting them stay in the game. Oh my goodness. So that Navy's Navy screwed me two weeks in a row now. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely not on any more Navy games. And you caught the wrong end of Dino Babers again. Again. Syracuse mm-hmm. has screwed me twice. Yep. Um, Syracuse and Navy, that's your two bugaboos. I mean, if guys, I'm going to post some like picks on uh, oh, bugaboos. Is a, yeah. That's a great word. That sounds like a word I would have used. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to post some picks on the home dogs, and I'm going to keep doing it every week. Y'all just go against me. Whatever I yeah. pick, just go against me. You're going to do great. And let me know how much money you win. Well, no, usually, because now that you're not betting, now you're going to start No, I'm going to do great now. Yeah. I know. No pressure. Jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Georgia Tech, uh, Central Florida. I watched pretty much all of that game. Oh, that was a fun game. Georgia Tech is a fun I team. really like they Georgia Tech, suck. too. Yeah, it's like they're they, fun, but they suck. Well, Central Florida, I think, is a little better than we were thinking with taylor gabriel he's i love dylan gabriel dylan gabriel taylor who's taylor gabriel that's like he used to be a florida receiver receiver for florida oh and and florida i didn't know he went to florida dude there's so many guys in the league that i'm like oh i didn't know he went to florida (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i think with dylan gabriel yeah they could they can kind of move the ball up and down on a a team like george they're not they don't have the depth yet to kind of they come just back. don't have it on the defensive side of the ball. No, but I love they those got, two freshmen. Oh yeah, uh, Sim, Sims Jeff and Sims and uh, the guy who I really wanted to come to LSU. Um, blanking on his name. I don't know number twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. Running back. 
Jameer Gibbs. Gibbs. Okay. Yeah, I love yeah. I love Jameer Gibbs. It doesn't when he runs, how much does he remind you of Kamara? Yeah, he even looks like him a little bit. Yeah. Like uh with a little I, dreadlock yeah. kind of mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Um I like him too. Uh, two true freshmen. That that's gonna be a solid team in a couple mm-hmm. of years. Although speaking of uh LSU running backs, I can see why Jameer Gibbs didn't want to come to LSU. With uh you saw you saw on the depth chart they didn't they didn't even use like the oars thing. What did they say? They, they put for the running back, they said Chris Curry, Ty Davis Price, Emory, and they put them all in the same line. Oh, they didn't even like stack them on top of each other. I think they just didn't want to. Man, I watched like I watched the 2019. I feel like I'm get, this is me gearing up for game week. I watched the 2019 uh, Mississippi State game from last year. I saw. And um, first of all, Elair is just yeah, he looked great in that game. You know who else had a good game that day was Ty Davis Price. He did. I, I, that's what I was gonna say. Is later in the game, he actually they had a holding penalty, or he would have. Uh, been close to another score in that game, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, he was super he just fast in that game. Yeah, didn't very he? explosive yeah. Uh-huh. and like look, they just looked so fresh. There when were a he, couple when he times in, in that game. game when he ran, and I was just like, I didn't know he had that speed in the open field. But then I watch uh, Elair. If we can get any kind of production like we got out of Elair last year, out of these three guys, um, I kind of think you will. I think you're gonna you're going to as well. But he does a couple of things like Elair just. He has some of these jump cuts in the middle of a run that are just unreal to me. Um, and I don't know if we have a guy like that right now or if it's uh, maybe Emery that can can be a little slashy like that. I'm not quite sure yet. Well, but, um, I, I like that the coaches say that Emery's starting to get his uh, mental side of the game together. Yeah, I, th- I feel like it was a vision thing. Yeah, um, I, I think so too. I always think of a, a young running back like – I remember this. It's probably in, a little bit of pass blocking too. Yeah, I remember this in high school a little bit where it was like, you know, a young running back that was talented would never follow his blocks and he was never patient enough and things like that. And maybe that was a little bit to him where he just thought he could out outrun some people maybe and get to the hole, but uh, just kind of being a little bit more patient with it, but then having that burst. And I think that's what we would want to replace a guy like Elair. Mm. Um, I played against Clyde in both of my leagues this week. So oh. that was a weird feeling. To be well, he didn't have a great bit. week, though. Yeah, he, he really didn't. But um, he looked he looked good, but he didn't play well. But yeah, he didn't have great stats. I mean, so. Um, all right. So, do we want to do a score prediction this week, or do you want to wait till Sun uh, Wednesday? Let's do it now. You want to do it now? Yeah, and then maybe like towards game time, I'll let you know like how I've, I, I always change from Monday to like Wednesday. I, and I would like to – so me. later in the week what I will do too is I want to give like a score prediction for the rest of the SEC Ooh, uh, yeah, for I those like games too, yeah. um, especially Alabama. Like the Alabama game, I'm you all that, over. If that. I was betting <laughs> – Which I'm not. If I'm still uh, – I'm not, <laughs> not, but if I was I, – I, I did – I saw that minus 27 for Bama and I was like – I saw minus 26 the other day. Points. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Dude, that's I, a I, 55 to – 10 game easy. Yeah, I originally I saw uh Georgia was minus 26 against Arkansas and I was like that's not enough points and then I was like oh, I don't wait know. they have uh, they have Dwayne Matthews. So Is it what's his name really? The, you said Dwayne Is it Matthews. really Dwayne it's, Matthews? It's Dwan Mathis. Dwan you said, Mathis. You said Dwayne Mathis. I don't know who he is. And you're you're expecting me to um you're expecting me to put them in the playoffs? I've never Hell if, no. I have never heard of this guy. Yeah. 
Like I am sure All, Georgia only, fans have heard who the only Miles thing I know Brennan about is. him is that he's a dual threat guy and that he just had brain surgery. That's all I know. So why are we putting the, that? That's what's <laughs> killing me this year. Is like we're putting the we're putting a team like Georgia in the playoffs and we're just giving them the benefit of the doubt, even though they have a third string mm-hmm. quarterback that's now your starter mm-hmm. that I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. But then a team like LSU who had the best offense in the history of the world last year, mm-hmm. replacing them with Miles Brennan uh, with the same scheme as in place. Yeah. But yes, you don't even talk about us because we lost too much. Like, and it's crazy. It's, it is crazy. But I mean, L- to be fair, LSU did lose. I, I think, I don't think I remember any team ever losing as much as LSU was losing this year. I understand that. And, and that's, that's where I can, I can understand like where you're coming from. But at the same time, you have to look at it further. And there was a guy, uh, Matt Moscona, talked to, about him today. I can't remember who it was. Yes, but he I was, saw it because I posted that, it on Twitter. And he was like, he said, uh, at first I thought that uh, I thought I had my mind made up about LSU. And then I looked through their roster and I was like, oh, they're returning that guy and that guy and that guy. Uh, and that's kind of like, that's what you've been screaming. Bill Connolly. Yeah, yeah, Bill Connolly. I, and I, I wrote about, this. so uh, Matt Moscona says this, and, I, and everybody who knows me knows that I don't like agreeing with Matt Moscona all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, damn it, I feel like I've been shouting this for two months now. <laughs> um, but yes, it's the same thing where I, all I hear is about, about, and I heard it from Tim Tebow, like you, you lost so many guys. Um, how can you replace that? Well, you, you're, you don't even know what we have. Yeah. Um, I'll say it again, and I said it. I said it before. Um, the team that we had last year, our second team could have beaten Texas A and M. That's how much better LSU was than a team like Texas A and M. Yeah, it's coming to Texas A&M. because everybody kept coming back with A and M. All of a sudden, everybody's well, back, backing off of that ever, pick from A and M because they had opt outs. People like to put Easy a, little, way out. a little too much stock into returning starters. And A and M, I think, has the most returning production yes. in the SEC. Yeah, except it was has terrible like, production. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the big thing. It's like, yeah, uh, Texas A and M returning eighteen starters. That's why I know that they're gonna suck again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great point. Um, all right, so uh, they had a, a linebacker uh, opt out, and apparently he's their second leading tackler. Yeah, uh, Edge, returning. I, th- I think it was a uh, outside linebacker. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but a linebacker. Uh-huh. Yeah. But um, when he Edge guy. somebody posted that, oh, he's opting out, and I responded and I said, uh, so fifty-seven to seven this year, <laughs> like that. We're at such a different level, and uh-huh. I don't. I think people are trying to close that gap with no credence at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the fact that people let's let's get off of Texas A and M, Auburn, Auburn's going to be. As good as us, Auburn's going to be better than A&M. <laughs> better than A&M, but they're yeah. not like the people that try to put Bo Nix on this like super high level now is nutty to me. The only reason Auburn is going to be able to like like on a given day, I think they could beat LSU, uh, mainly because I know that their defense is night and day above uh, different between uh, them and Texas A&M. Like A and M's not going to be able to stop us. They weren't able to stop us when we ran our poo poo offense. I I don't think I think the way and I've talked about this before. The way the schedule works out for LSU, you're still going to have to outscore us, and even on the road against Florida and against Auburn, mm-hmm. 
You're going to have limited capacity in those two stadiums. It's not going to be quite as a tough of a game for us as it was before. It's still a tough game, but it's not as tough as what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, a full house f- swamp and a full house Jordan Hare, yeah, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have been really tough for a new guy like Brennan coming in to kind of make that happen. But 20000 in the swamp? That's yeah. not that's not enough to make a difference. Yeah. Um, if our offense is is still moving the ball, I still think that we can score thirty points a game on both of those teams. My question is, can those teams score thirty points against us? And I keep going back to that over and over and over um, because it's he realized that okay, uh, this whole eight and two business. This whole seven and three business, I don't know what you guys are smoking. Seven and three feels a little That's your baseline. A little too low. That's a bad me. year for us. I, I'm just I'm Yeah, seven and three, I'm disappointed. I think there's a lot two. of people, a lot of fan base that would be acceptable of that because yeah. you did lose so many people. But to me, yeah. with the people that were returning and this to me, a seven and three means you regret re, you regressed on offense. That's what it, that means to me. I it, it might not mean that. It might just mean Miles Brennan wasn't ready yet. And that's still possible. Because, I mean, Coach O talked about it today, and he said the only thing we don't know about Miles Brennan is how he's going to do under fire. And now, he said, granted, he said, I think he'll be very well, do very well under fire. Um, but let's say he comes in and he gets a little razzled at times with, uh, against a decent pressure. Uh, like, let's say we don't know what Dare Rosenthal is going to be. We have, we have good thoughts about him but we don't know and let's say he gives up some pressure all season miles brennan doesn't respond well under pressure maybe he throws some picks right that's that's the only way I can yeah see this I, team sucking turnovers for sure yeah that's number one thing mm-hmm. if he's throwing if he's throwing picks then that's a different story yeah um if he's not accurate with the ball that's a different story um but to me, if your wide receivers are in space and he's able to get the ball to him, mm-hmm. I don't know what the problem is. Like a guy like Eric Gilbert's going to open the field for you probably more than Thaddeus Moss did last mm-hmm. year. Um, Eric Gilbert's kind of going to be like a guy that, like, you know how Joe Burrow, if if n- there was nothing open, he could just kind of throw it up to Jamar. Yeah. And Jamar would just go get it sometime or most of the time. That's going to kind of be what Eric Gilbert is, I think, because he's just so big and he has just so much athleticism. Right. You're just going to be able to throw it up to him in one-on-one situations. He's just going to go Moss, guys. I think so, too. I, I just want to make sure that we, on our offense, we still are spread out and we're still – I mean, I want I want the run-pass ratio the same as what we had last year. I don't want to see any going backwards with, with conservative philosophy. I don't I don't think, I don't think you are that. either. And I just want to make sh- I just want to see it with my eyeballs. I, I don't think <laughs> I, I don't think you're going to see that the exact sense? same – uh, run pass ratio. I don't think you're going to see it exactly the same. I think there will be a little bit more of a need to lean on the run game because I think Miles Brennan will need a little assistance. Um, and I do. I, I like. Uh, I like our offensive line, and I think they'll be able to move guys around. I'm disagreeing. I, I don't want to see us change anything from what we did last year. Mm-hmm. Just plug in the guys into those positions, and let's see how that offense does the same way. Well, no, and I, I don't I – j- all I'm saying is if it's uh, – let's say last year was 50-50. I don't know what exactly it was, but let's say it was 50-50 last year. Uh, let, this year maybe it will be like 
52 to 48 run to pass. Okay, so barely any change. That's that's what I'm saying. I think it'll be I, I think it'll be a slight adjustment towards running the ball a little. I bit. like the idea of utilizing a run game and it's quote unquote run game, but maybe some short passes to get some confidence and things like that. Yeah. Uh, I like that idea um, more than I like just trying to hand off to hand off. Um, I do wonder, well, maybe we'll see, uh, maybe we'll see thrown to the backs a little bit more than last year. I would love that. That's, I would. that's kind of a Scott Linehan staple actually. Now that I think about it, uh, I know uh, who was their running back when they were, when he was with the lions, I can't remember. Uh, but whoever it was, he had his most, uh, receptions Catches he's ever year. had in his career when he was with Scott Linehan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a, that was a big thing for him as thrown to the backs. Uh, I think he had one guy who it was Ezekiel Elliott actually with the Cowboys. Okay. When Scott Linehan was their OC, he had something like a hundred catches or something like that. Um, again, guys, we are going to have a, another show on Wednesday. We wanted to do a quick live stream before the saints game. Saints going to be coming on in about an hour now. Um, and, um, wait, we never gets the score. Well, okay. What's the score? What the Mississippi State game? What yeah. what you got? Um, I'm gonna go 37 to 14. Yeah, it's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay, it's kind of where I'm at. Something like 27 to seven at halftime. 37 to 13, as you said. 37 to 14. Okay, uh, mine was 45 to 13. 45 to 13. Yeah. Why'd you give me a face then? It's not that far off. Because I, I think we're going to score more points than it's that. just like an extra I, touchdown. I think we are going to score like gangbusters still. But you only have one more touchdown than me. I know, but over 40 <laughs> points is kind of like my, a parameter a little bit against Mississippi State. Like if we score – I know we did 36-7 to seven last year, but uh, we didn't score – we didn't score in the fourth quarter. We only scored three points in the first quarter last year. I don't see year. why that couldn't happen again. It's the first game of the season. With I, new guys, no spring. Their defense isn't going to be as good as they were last year, Mississippi State's. Yeah, that's true. I don't I don't know anything about their defense and what they're returning and stuff. Um I, I don't know anything. I don't know. We're defense. gonna chop that up on Wednesday. Um yeah, but I'm I, looking to that a little more. I, I mean I'm thinking of a Mike Leach team that's gonna try to throw the ball a whole bunch. They're gonna they're we're gonna win time of possession just because that they're is, gonna have some three and outs. That's gonna be interesting with Mike Leach because that's an offense that's built to run the ball. It is, built, and they're, they're not, not there yet. It's kind of it's kind of like Georgia Georgia Tech on the opposite side, you know. Yeah, that's I actually I went back and watched um I watched I only watched the highlights of it, but I watched uh, that Texas Tech Texas game back mm-hmm. in two thousand eight when Crabtree caught the game winning touchdown. Yeah, because uh, I kind of feel like he might have to go back towards that a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, just with a more balanced offense than he has been running in the past ten years. I agree um, with that. Yeah. So Saints game tonight. You like the Saints? Yeah. I think so. I do too. I like the Saints big guys. So again, we're going to cut it short tonight. Um, want to thank Dejan Law Office. Uh, they're going to be the sponsor of our live streams. Also, courtesy Buick GMC in Lafayette, guys, 4750 Johnson Street. Check them out. Courtesy Buick GMC. Brandon Lejeune is kicking them out over there. And then Bear Process Safety, the big orange bear, Adam Berry, doing some work here in Baton Rouge. We are one team, one podcast. We are going to uh, be back on on Wednesday. I just got a phone call from Cecil Collins. So we we're going to have to schedule that one day as well. Uh, and we're going to have a, a possibly a Friday night show. And I didn't even tell you about this, Jack, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you can do it. But it's going to be a, a Friday night football. Um, nice. We have the, the Basil Bearcats. Uh, they're doing their kickoff party, and they may be joining us live on Friday. I'm going to try to set that up as well. So got a lot of stuff going on. It's a very busy week. You um, said this Friday. 
this Friday. Okay. So very busy week, and um, we hope everybody stay safe and enjoy game week. We showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50-7. to seven. Let's go! Relax, big boy. Team one podcast. Team one podcast. Team one podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, why is he so fat? Team one podcast. 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 Team